feeling called by God to step into who He created you to be? Does this feel exciting and scary all at the same time? I get it. Yet, I know that we were sent here to earth at this specific time for a reason. President Russell M. Nelson reminds us, the women of this dispensation are distinct from the women of any other because this dispensation is distinct from any other. This distinction brings both privileges and responsibilities. I am Natalie Bogle, creator of The Anchor Planner and your host of the Become Anchored podcast. I'm showing you how to discover who God created you to be and how to anchor your day as His distinct daughter. You are not going to want to miss this, so let's dive in. This week's five-star review is from Chelsea Ann, and I am grateful for what she has written and for taking the opportunity to review the podcast. That is huge for Anchor Planner and Become Anchored, and it helps grow this podcast and be able to share it with other people. So here is what Chelsea Ann had to say. Another podcast that ties together eternal truths with current temporal realities. This podcast has been added to my spiritually focused list of go-to podcasts to start my week. Natalie helps you feel motivated in a calm and encouraging way. I love her emphasis on small things every day lead to a big win. I am working on. This has easily become a show I look forward to each week. Thank you, Chelsea Ann, for your review and for your kind words. And we are actually going to talk more about those small things today. And I am excited to, to be able to share with you these small things that we do each and every day that truly bring great joy. Now, this week on the podcast, we are actually talking about gratitude. And so I am just grateful for Chelsea Ann leaving a review. Uh, A review helps get this podcast to others who need it. Thank you, Chelsea Ann. So today we are talking about gratitude. Gratitude. I know sometimes when I hear in November, it's like, oh, more about gratitude. (laughs) And I think, okay, well, you know, what are they going to say that I haven't heard before? Yes, I'm getting a little prideful here, it seems like. And sometimes those thoughts come into my mind. But as I was thinking about um, seeing other people sharing about gratitude and um, their what they have learned, and I thought, you know, there are some things I can share with you about gratitude. And so I wanted to start this episode on gratitude with this quote. It is from a general conference in 2010, so 11 years ago, and it's called, it was in a talk uh, by President Thomas S. Monson called The Divine Gift of Gratitude. And so the whole talk was about gratitude, but this quote rocked my world, if, if that's what I could say, you know, the right word that I'm trying to think of is I read it and I was like, oh, yes, this is what gratitude is all about. 
And I want to focus my whole episode today on gratitude about this quote, because it is so important. So it says it's by president Thomas S. Monson. He says, my brothers and sisters to express gratitude is gracious and honorable to enact gratitude is generous and noble. But to live with gratitude ever in our hearts is to touch heaven. Guys, to touch heaven. And I thought, oh, wow, wow. If we can live with gratitude ever in our hearts, we can touch heaven. Who doesn't want to touch heaven on earth? I know I do. And I know I have before if I felt the spirit and the guidance by the Holy ghost and been enveloped by arm, my, you know, my savior, as I have repented or I have experienced something truly difficult. And so I love that president Monson is saying that we can touch heaven when we live with gratitude. So I wanted to chat chat about what that actually means, but I want to go back to the first part of the quote. He said, Express gratitude is gracious and honorable. So what does express mean? Express means convey a thought or feeling in words or by gestures and conduct. So how can we express gratitude? How do we express gratitude? Really, we express gratitude by saying thank you and being polite. And President Monson is saying that that is gracious and honorable. So we to be gracious and honorable, we can say thank you and be polite. It is honorable to do those things. Then he says in his quote, to enact gratitude is generous and noble. I want to be generous and noble. Okay, well, how do I do that? I enact gratitude. Well, what does enact mean? Well, I looked it up and it means act out. Enact means to act out. So how do we act out gratitude? For me, it's giving of our time, our talents, our money. As we share and give, that is how we enact gratitude. And President Monson says, enact gratitude is generous and noble. These are wonderful things. So as we express gratitude, we say thank you and we're polite. We are being gracious and honorable. And as we enact gratitude, we are giving of our time and our talents and our money and our love. We are being generous and noble. But what I love is what I said before President Monson says, To live with gratitude ever in our hearts is to touch heaven. Yes, I want to be gracious and honorable and generous and noble. But could you imagine touching heaven every day? That is exciting. And I just, it's like mind-blowing to live with gratitude ever in our hearts is to touch heaven. So how do we do that? How do we live with gratitude ever in our hearts? Well, when I researched, looked up the word live in the dictionary, uh, it had three different definitions. And let me share them with you. The first one is to 
remain alive. Okay. Well, what does that mean? How do I remain alive in gratitude? For me, that thinks that makes me think of, okay, how am I continually expressing and enacting gratitude? How do I do that? The other definition was spend one's life in a particular way. So how do you live in gratitude? How do you spend your life in gratitude? The third definition was make one's home in a particular way. So how do you make your home, your space, the place where you reside in gratitude? Those are the definitions of live. And as you think about how do we live in gratitude? How do we remain alive in gratitude? How do we spend our life in gratitude? How do we make our home in gratitude? And as we do those things, we will be able to touch heaven. Guys, this is like so awesome to think about. I love it. I want to look at a specific example from the Bible. Um, It's in Luke 17 verses 11 through 19. Now I want you to imagine this as I tell, um, as I retell this story to you uh, from Jesus's life. So imagine who I want you to just imagine the feelings, the thoughts, the um, place, the interactions these people were having, that this was a real true event. So in Luke 17 says that Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. He was passing through Samaria and Galilee, and he was on his way. And as he was on his way to Jerusalem, he saw a group of lepers, 10 lepers to be specific. And they stood afar off and they pled with Jesus. They lifted up their voice and they said, Jesus, master, have mercy on us. You know that they knew of the miracles that he had been giving and blessing many people with. And as they saw them, I'm sure their excitement was joyful. And they're like, yes, master, please heal me. And Jesus said, go show yourselves unto the priests. Could you imagine? Jesus is afar off. He's probably, you know, at least 30 feet, at least. And he says, go, go show yourself to the priests. And you're standing there thinking, is that all I have to do? Is that what all I have to do? I've been living with this leprosy for years. And all I have to do is go show myself to the priest. But what I love is it immediately says, as they went, they went, they didn't question, they went, but, and it says, as they went, they were cleansed. It didn't say when they got to the priests and they when they were there, that they would be cleansed. It says, as they went, they were cleansed. Just right there, we learn that with the faith that these lepers had, they went, they acted on what Jesus had asked them to do. And as they acted, they were cleansed. Just think about that. Think about in your life, how you 
go with faith and what actions you're showing heavenly father and Jesus that you are acting in faith. So as they were cleansed, one of them, one of them realized, I mean, they're walking on their way to see the priests. And one of them realized I am healed. I am healed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God, he was grateful. He was grateful for the healing that he had received. And he went back to the Lord to give his thanks. And the Lord said, were there not 10 cleansed, but where are the nine? And I'm sure this man thought, I don't know. I'm here. I'm here, Lord, giving you my thanks. And the Lord says to this man, arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. Now, I love to look at this example of the lepers. They were all healed, every single one of them. And I try to put my mind around which leper would I be? Would I be the nine or would I be the one? And I feel like sometimes in my life, I might be the nine. And sometimes I might be the one. This is what I want to portray to you is it goes back to President Monson's quote. He says, live with gratitude ever in our heart is to touch heaven. This man, as he turned and walked back towards Jesus and gave thanks, Jesus healed him, not just physically. He healed him. He healed him holy. He healed his whole being, his sins, everything was healed. That is who I want to be. The nine lepers were healed, but they did not get to touch heaven. They didn't get to touch heaven. And so as we talk about today, living in gratitude, remember that That is how we get to touch heaven on a daily basis. So I want to um, look at some of the commandments in scriptures that the Lord has given us. Alma 34, 38, that ye live in thanksgiving daily for the many mercies and blessings which he doth bestow upon you. In DNC 59, 7, it says, Thou shalt thank the Lord thy God in all things. We are commanded to be grateful daily, all things. I love this promise that we are given in DNC, Doctrine and Covenants 78, verse 19. It says, And he who receiveth all things with thankfulness shall be made glorious. And the things of this earth shall be added unto him, even an hundredfold, yea, more. This is how we touch heaven. Heaven wants to give us blessings and blessings. It says that we are to be thankful. And as we are thankful, we will receive more. So how do we live in gratitude? How do we make a home of gratitude? How do we 
spend our whole life being alive in gratitude. How do we do that? I have a few ways that I do it daily that I would love to share with you. And then I'm actually going to um, ask my husband, Tom, to share one of those with you that he has recently discovered um, and to share that with you also. So the first thing that I do daily is in my anchor planner, I write five things that I am grateful for. Now they are very specific to the day before. So each morning I take my anchor planner into my closet and I sit on the floor and I listen to some meditation music. Um, I do a little meditation before. And as I listen to meditation music, I write in my anchor planner, five things I am grateful for. And I specifically think of the day before. So this morning I wrote, I was grateful for Um, that my daughter was teaching her brother gymnastics and being able to see that interaction that they had with one another. Um, But I've also been grateful for a hug from one of my daughters, Um, but being very specific of what you are grateful for and finding those little moments in your day and writing them. As I have added that gratitude practice, I have been able to see God's hand in my life every single day. Another way that I practice daily gratitude, living in gratitude, is I write down my best moment of the day in my anchor planner. And so I think back, I always write my anchor planner in the morning. I do know some people do it in the evening, but as I do it in the morning, I think back on the day before what was my best moment? What did I just feel the hand of the Lord? When did I touch heaven the day before? Sometimes those moments are huge and I can just find them like that. Sometimes I have to search for them. Maybe I had a hard day, but as I write down my best moment of the day, I am able to feel heaven and almost touch heaven, right? The other way that I practice gratitude daily is through breath. Now, this has um, been a newer thing for me about, I would say over a year, um, I have been practicing meditation. And as I have practiced Christian meditation uh, with Brooke Snow, um, my, it is amazing to me how breathing in the word gratitude makes your whole body feel. It is exciting. And um, you can feel the spirit there as you breathe in this word. And so I, in the morning will often breathe in as I am thinking of the five things I am grateful for. And as I am writing what I, my best moment of the day is, I will breathe in that word gratitude. And it is amazing as you breathe in that word, the joy that you feel. I also notice, um, use this breath as I, throughout my day, as I am, you know, in a situation, I'm like, this is awesome. I'm really grateful for this. I notice myself breathing in gratitude because I've done it now for about a year. And that feeling just fills your whole body. And so these are three ways that I have been able to live with gratitude in my life. Living with gratitude is a daily thing. 
it is something that we learned from the definitions. It is something that we need to remain alive in. We need to spend our life in a particular way doing, and we need to make our home and our places a place of gratitude. And so those three ways are how I live in gratitude each day. And as I write what I'm grateful for, and I focus on my best moment of my day, and I focus on this breath of gratitude, I can feel heaven. I have asked my husband, Tom, which we don't usually have men on this podcast. (laughs) Am I a first? Right. You're a first. Awesome. (laughs) I have asked him to share an experience um, that he has had over the past few weeks. Um, And the reason is, is as I was thinking of ways that we express gratitude daily, this experience that Tom has had and how he has used gratitude um, has been kind of eye-opening, but really just interesting to hear his perspective on what he has learned from this process of having gratitude. So thank you for honey, for coming on the become anchored podcast with a woman audience. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm glad to be here. And just so you know, it's not an entirely female audience because I listen on a regular basis. Well, so, and, and I know there are other men out there who, who have enjoyed your podcast as well, even though they're not the target demographic, um, <laughs> but yeah, thanks for inviting me on to share this, um, with, with your audience. I know that in November, it's often a month where people say, okay, I'm going to share things that I'm grateful for every day for the entire month or until Thanksgiving. And I think that's a great practice, but I had, I was kind of challenged recently um, to think about gratitude in a, in a very different way. And it, it was really interesting. So I've been working with a friend of mine for a few weeks, kind of doing some, some internal work and some coaching for myself Mm -hmm. Um, and trying to change either bad habits or resolve things or like kind of pent up emotions that I've been hanging on to for 30, 40 years, you know, um, maybe not 40 years, but, (laughs) but, but, um, just trying to like work through some things. And he and I had identified like these series of, of behaviors or characteristics or, or things that I dislike about myself, about my past, or things that I feel like I kind of have to keep hidden from the world at times. And, and I refer to those things as, as my, my monster, right? And, or sometimes you'll talk about this as, as your shadow self and, and things like that. But it can also simply be like feelings of, of guilt and shame or, or feelings of discomfort uh, from, for any number of reasons, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and as, as I'm in one of my, my sessions with, with my friend, he asked me how, you know, wh- what about this side of you can you express gratitude for? Um, where can you find gratitude in those shadows, in those dark places, in those dark times? And I thought, oh, wow. Like, I've never thought about it in that way before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just overcome with emotion in that in that it was like that paradigm shift was really like eye-opening for me that, that, yeah, these are things 
either that have happened to me, things that I've done, things that I like, just experiences that I've had in my life. Um, that if I look at them, they are not positive. They're not positive mm -hmm. things. But are there ways that I can still find gratitude for them or for the outcomes of them? Or, or you know, so um, some examples are for a lot of men out there, their personal identity is tied up very much in the work that they do. Mm -hmm. And I had an opportunity to be given or, or to do what was essentially my dream job, like the ideal job for me. And it was like a man, it, it was like the ideal thing, but I wasn't particularly good at it. And it, it I, you know, it, it got to a point where uh, part of, part of my job was to ensure that this organization would have funds to keep going and to continue paying my salary. And I didn't do the job well enough to raise the funding to keep this going. And eventually I was let go from the job. Right. Mm -hmm. And it feels like an attack on your identity when, when something like that happens and it's, it hurts and you want to run and hide, you want to cower in the shadows and that's something that you don't want to admit in, in a public sphere mm -hmm. um, because there's a lot of shame around that. Uh, but as I look at that experience and I go, is there a way that I can find gratitude in this? Is there a way that I can find gratitude either for that experience of losing my job or for the things that I evaluated and learned about myself as I went through that process? Um, so rather than just like doing my little 30 day activity of what are things I'm grateful for, I was challenged to look at the thing, the hard things, the challenging things, the, the disappointments, the fears, the angers, and, uh, you know, moments of, of loneliness and depression and figuring out what did I get from those? What can I gain from those? How can I find, uh, gratitude in those shadows? And as I've gone through and, and really worked on this, I found that, that gratitude is how we rewrite our victim narratives. Mm -hmm. It's how we change ourselves, our mindset from, I was a victim in the situation and, and this bad thing happened to me to how we view ourselves as creators. This thing happened and this is what I was able to make out of that situation. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so as we, as we like change the way we think about those situations, it actually changes our very real stories that we tell ourselves and, and it changes our perspective on life. Like, yeah, let me, so we're focusing this episode on president Monson's quote. Um, and he says at the end to live with gratitude, gratitude in our hearts is to touch heaven. So what, how has this experience helped you to touch heaven? Ooh, that's, <laughs> that's a very loaded question. Um, for one, I would say it helps me see how in, in the darkest moments, in the most difficult challenges I've gone through, that God was there with me. Um, and that that I was most certainly not alone in those things that while you might 
in, in those moments, you don't feel God's presence all the time. And you don't feel the, you don't always feel the support and the love of those around you. Um, but it's there. And, and even though you don't feel it, like that's what carries you through. And I, I know it sounds like almost cliche, but it's that uh, footsteps in the sand poem, right? Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. those were the times when I carried you but you don't see it in that moment. You don't, it, that's not the experience you're living in that moment. So as you look back on these experiences um, and try to find the elements of gratitude in them, um, that's where you start to see the footsteps. That's where you start to see, oh, I was truly carried through this experience. Um, right. And I, I wasn't just carried by the hand of the Lord. I was carried by my wife. I was carried by my children. I was carried by all these other people around me who helped me get through these challenging moments. And what you find is that that like that practice of gratitude becomes it like it shifts away from something where you say I want to do this during the month of November and it becomes I want to live my life in this mindset. Right. Because we want to touch heaven. Right. 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 Exactly. (laughs) Um, Well, thank you for sharing that. Um, It is, it's hard to look back and, or to be in that moment, but as we look back, we can find gratitude. And I feel um, that we can even practice it in the heart through doing the daily things that I had shared previously of writing five things we're grateful for, um, writing our best moment of the day and breathing in those words of gratitude, because life is always going to have trials, but as we focus on things that we're grateful for during the hard, that is how we can feel our savior near and our family near and be lifted and strengthened. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. You should have warned me to, to uh, bring my handkerchief. <laughs> We're both crying. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Hud, for coming and sharing your experience. Um, goodbye. <laughs> Absolutely. I want to thank my husband so much for sharing um, what he has learned about gratitude. It, I love that we can focus on gratitude in the hard because sometimes, I mean, we all, we all know this. It's hard to be grateful when it's hard, but as we find those gratitude moments, those things that we can be thankful for and thank the Lord for, we can be closer to heaven. Now I want to give you a challenge and I know this is kind of cliche for November. <laughs> um, but I want to share this experience with you and then um, invite you to take this challenge. So it was a few years ago. I think we're going on three or four years ago. We had, I have shared this. I shared this experience in uh, the first episode of my journey to how I got here, but I wanted to share this experience. Um, We had just bought our house Uh, We had previously been living with my father for two years and we had just bought our house. 
I was so excited to be in a, in a home of our own and um, being able to raise our children here. We, it was two weeks after we bought our house that my oldest son got into a severe car accident, well, an off-roading vehicle accident, and he severed both bones in his leg. Um, it was not, it was a traumatizing time. <laughs> It was hard. It was a hard time for our family um, and especially for him. And it was two days after his accident that my husband was laid off from his job. So this was about mid-October um, and I was devastated. I knew that the Lord wanted us to buy our home at this time. Um, and, but I doubted, I'm like, Lord, Lord, how are we supposed to afford a home when my husband got laid off? How am I supposed to support my family when I am trying to help my oldest son with these injuries? And I was overcome with emotions and trauma and overwhelm to the max. And I just didn't know what to do. And so it was about, um, it went from October to to Thanksgiving time of just this constant overwhelm and trying to take care of, you know, the home and worrying about the home and, you know, worrying about trying to take care of my son and worrying about my son. And I just was continually overwhelmed and I didn't know how to get out, get out of it. It was Thanksgiving day. And I was given this challenge online. I don't remember who it was. I just saw someone say that they had done this and it was to write down 100 things they were grateful for. I don't know what it was, but that touched my heart. And so later that day, I think actually this was Thanksgiving morning. So I must've heard about it at the beginning of the week. Um, and I got out my notebook and I started writing and I thought, I, things are hard. Things are really hard right here, right now. How am I going to come up with a hundred things that I was grateful for? But as I started writing and writing and writing and writing, I could literally see the hand of the Lord in my life. 100 things that I was grateful for. As I wrote these 100 things, I could feel heaven. I could feel it. I could feel it closer than I had felt it closer than I had felt it in many weeks, many, many weeks. We had seen miracles and we went on to see great miracles in our family. I needed that challenge of writing those hundred things that I was grateful for so that I could see and feel heaven. So I challenge you this Thanksgiving week to write 100 things you are grateful for. You may be experiencing the same thing I was experiencing a few years ago. You may not be, but it is great joy to be able to focus and find 100 things that you are grateful for that the Lord has blessed you with. I hope that as you write those 100 things, you go to Instagram and you tag me anchor planner because I would love to see 
and feel with you all that God has given you and see what you're grateful for. (laughs) Um, So tag anchor planner on Instagram. I want to remind you that president Monson says to live with gratitude ever in our hearts is to touch heaven. I want to touch heaven every single day. So let's live with gratitude in our hearts. If you are looking for a journal or planner to write what you're grateful for in and to write your best moment of the day, Anchor Planner is the one. You can go to anchorplanner.com and get your Anchor Planner today. Thank you for listening. Hit the subscribe button so you don't miss another episode. I know there are other women out there who could benefit from hearing this message too. Leaving a review is a great way for others to find the podcast. Also, share it with a friend. Send them a quick text and say, this is what I loved about today's episode. They will be so grateful. I know I would. Now, thank you again for listening and allowing me to join you on your journey to become anchored.